Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with Jesus and to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so, so incredibly grateful that you are here. Happy Friday! It's a great day to be alive, and I hope that you are walking with Jesus today. I would very humbly ask if you have not had a chance to leave a review for unedited, either the podcast or the book, book, wherever you listen or wherever you've purchased the book. Um, If you'd be willing to do so, that would be such a blessing. Thank you to all of you who have. um, Reviews and ratings are just a big piece of sharing a message in this day and age, and I am passionate about the message of hope and healing through Bible reading and prayer and about relationship through Bible reading and prayer. And so if you would be willing to leave a review, it would be greatly appreciated. Today, I am going to talk about embracing weakness. Every single human on the face of this planet is a combo of strength and weakness. And each one of us has a set of circumstances that involve both good aspects and more difficult aspects. And every single one of us deal with personal limitations. And even in the kingdom of God, we have limitations. And these limitations can come in so many forms. And today's episode is really based entirely on the fact that I have felt to share a particular entry that I wrote back during COVID. It's called Weak Though Anointed. And I just want to give you a little bit of backstory I may have shared this on other episodes. I really don't remember. But I wrote this particular entry during the first of three quarantines in our house. And COVID was hard on everyone. But it was especially hard on people. People. I'm a people person. And being locked up in the house for two week stretches at a time really tried my patience and pushed my sanity. And if you're a people person, you understand and you remember what that was like. Um, At that time, I had worked on the book, Unedited, Hope and Healing, through the Simple Habit of Bible Reading and Prayer for about five years. And when COVID started up in March or April of that year, I began typing, typing, typing. I typed every moment that I had and I had just at the time of writing this entry, started working on a website and on the concept for a podcast about a month before this. And everything I felt so called to do felt completely impossible. First of all, I wrestled what I would call insane levels of intimidation every time I sat down to type or write just all the lies from the enemy and all the lies from my flesh telling me It was never going to amount to anything and why bother and just 
constantly trying to attack my obedience to what I felt the Lord had laid on my heart. And I had basically zero tech skills. So starting a website or starting a podcast stretched me beyond what I could really tell you. I felt totally out of my league trying to work on these sorts of projects. And yet, at the same time, I carried such a heavy burden. When I say I've cried gallons of tears over the book and the podcast, I'm really probably maybe mildly exaggerating, but really not. I have had such a heavy burden for these projects. And so on top of all of this, um, we were dealing with some pretty major family crisis at that time. And I just felt so weak, so incredibly weak. And there was one Friday during that quarantine, I happened to read 2 Samuel 3. And verse 39 just jumped off the page at me. It said, this day I am weak, though anointed king. That was David saying that. And those words, I just felt them so deeply. I felt so called by God to do things that he'd laid on my heart, but so unsure of how to follow through on that. I wasn't sure of next steps. I just felt weak, weak, weak. And that Sunday we watched live stream because we were quarantining and our pastor quoted that verse in his sermon. It was a sermon called A Word of Peace. It was very, very encouraging. Um, And so God just confirmed that little line to me and I wrote about it. And God has been reminding me of that journal entry all week. I am currently working on another book called Overflow. It is about joy and sorrow and how they work together. And I'm trying so hard to finish this book up by a deadline that I've set for myself of October 1st. But there is a lot of life to live and there is a lot of responsibilities. And I still want to be a good wife and I still want to be a good mom and I still want to be a good auntie and I still want to be a good friend. And while I feel so pressed to work on this project, it's just pushing me up against my limitations again. Scheduling limitations and personal limitations. And I feel limited when it comes to adequately expressing the thoughts that the Lord has placed on my mind when it comes to this topic. And I am just feeling weak, weak, weak again. And God is reminding me that that is okay. He's the one leading. He doesn't need me to be strong. And the simple fact of the matter is that weakness, like brokenness, is valuable to God. The world and our humanity are constantly telling us we have to be strong. We have to have it all together. We have to have a plan. We've got to have it figured out. We have to put on our brave face. And in the kingdom, it's never about our strength, but it's rather about his strength. It's about him working through us, directing, ordering, leading, guiding. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 says, Faithful is he who calleth you, who also will do it. If he calls us, he's the one who's going to bring that calling to pass. And as I was thinking about this episode, 2 Corinthians 12 came to my mind where Paul is talking about strength and weakness and I'm going to read it in New Living for clarity. He says that experience is worth boasting about. He's being he's talking about being um, taken to the third heaven. He says but I'm not going to do it. I will only boast about my weaknesses. If I wanted to boast I would be no fool in doing so because I would be telling the truth. 
but I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they see in my life or hear in my message, even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God. So to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul very, very clearly tells us in this passage that weakness has two effects. I'm sure there's others, but just for today's episode, I just want to focus on these two. He said, first of all, weaknesses keep us from becoming proud. It is so easy in our flesh to become self-reliant and self-sufficient. But God values weaknesses because he values humility. He can only work through humility. The Bible tells us that he resists the proud. And he allows weakness in our lives to keep us humble. Paul used that phrase two times to keep me from becoming proud. And secondly, he said, so that the power of Christ may work through me. God was never looking for man-made men. He was never looking for man-made strength. He was looking for humble, fragile, weak vessels that he can get glory out of and work in and through. He wants to get the glory. And so weakness, according to Paul in this passage, keeps us from becoming proud and allows the power of Christ to work through us. Even when Paul said his famous line, I can do all things, he didn't just say I can do all things, period. He said, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. On my own, I can't. On my own, I'm not strong enough or smart enough. But with him, I can do all things. He can flow through my life and do things that I could never do without him. And maybe the concept of weakness resonates with you today maybe you're feeling weak maybe you've been called to a particular task and like me you just don't feel cut out for it maybe you feel weak in the face of a particular trial you feel you don't have might to get through it if God has allowed a trial in your life he is going to bring you through he's going to bring you all the way to the other side or maybe you feel limit limited or limitations from your past or from some other aspect of your life. God is going to strengthen you. Embrace your weakness. We have to embrace our nothingness. We have to embrace our own inability and rely entirely and completely on his strength. I love Isaiah 40. It says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. 
Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The kingdom of God is full of paradoxes, and this concept is certainly one of them. When we are weak, then we are strong because Christ is strong through us. So let's embrace our weakness. Today's unedited journal entry, like I mentioned, was the inspiration for this episode, and it is called Weak Though Anointed. Weak Though Anointed. David's words in 2 Samuel 3.39 ring and resonate in my ears. And I am weak this day, though anointed king. While I am not anointed to be king, I am anointed to do the things God has called me to do. And while I am anointed, I am most certainly weak. Weak, though anointed. This is so often how God works in and through humanity. He calls, he anoints, and then he weakens. He calls us to something beyond our own scope of capability and then takes us through a set of circumstances that make it further impossible for us to fulfill that call on our own. Weak and anointed. Weak, according to Merriam-Webster, lacking in strength, deficient in physical vigor, feeble, debilitated. Not able to sustain or exert much weight, pressure, or strain. Not able to resist external force or withstand attack. Weak, incapable, unable, yet still anointed. Still called to a specific task or a specific role. Simultaneously weak and anointed. They sound so unable to be reconciled, yet they are not. 1 Corinthians 1, 26-27 states very plainly, For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, that no flesh should glory in his presence." Paul very clearly states that God intentionally chooses a weak thing to work through. Feeble, infirm, unable on their own to complete the task at hand. Unable and incapable of stepping into anointing or fulfilling a call apart from him. That is what David was saying. I know I am anointed to lead the United Kingdom of Israel. I am currently, after many tumultuous years, leading one tribe. But I remember the oil as it flowed down my head and nap onto my shepherd's robe. I know in my head that Samuel was there that day and anointed me in the middle of my brothers, but I am weak. I have no way of accomplishing this thing to which I've been called. And I am weak this day, though anointed king. David was looking at all the dim realities of the circumstances around him and stating their weakening effect on him, but continued on to a brighter, more glorious truth. He was still anointed. Weakness and anointing often walk arm in arm on the pathway of a call, maybe always. 
Those used most mightily by God in his word are surprisingly those who expressed the greatest weakness. Moses was stripped and weakened, made slow of speech by a wilderness. David was stripped and weakened by years on the run. Paul was stripped and weakened by the reality of his past and many painful circumstances of his present. But we see that their weakness did not stop God's anointing. It rather facilitated it. Their weakness allowed for the excellency of his power to be the primary factor. The less of them, the more of him. Their vulnerable expressions of weakness that are laced throughout scripture give hope to those of us coming behind. We often fear that our weakness and inability will disqualify us when in fact it is quite the opposite. The grandness of his call and our own weak inability are the perfect combination. Weak though anointed was his design all along. As Paul boldly declared, when I am weak, then am I strong. Our weakness is required for his anointing to come to fruition. And then I had a quote in my journal from that sermon I mentioned by Pastor Hanthorne. He said, I might be weak and I might not know how to make it all work, but I know one thing. I remember when Samuel broke that box. I remember when the oil was poured on my head. And I may be weak right now, but I'm still anointed. We think if I'm weak, I can't be anointed or blessed. But can I remind you, you can be weak and still be anointed. And so today, I want to remind you that it's okay to not have it all together. It's okay to not have a five-year plan or a one-year plan or a one-week plan. It's okay to admit weakness. Take it to your prayer closet. Talk to Jesus. He loves honest confessions from humble hearts. It's okay to rest. It's okay to get close to the shepherd and let him carry you if need be. Let's embrace our weakness. He is going to strengthen. If he's called you to do something, he's going to equip you for it. You may be weak, but you are still anointed. Thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit meganedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy, wonderful, beautiful, amazing Friday.